Hello and welcome to the Pink Bike Podcast. This week, we're going to go straight to a conversation between Alicia and Pink Bike Racing's Amy Kenyon. As Pink Bike Racing goes into its second series, we'll be doing these episodes to complement the episode with a reflection from the rider in question to hear about how their season went and hopefully give you a bit of scope into behind the scenes life and what life is like as an up and coming racer. We hope you enjoy it. Awesome. So we're here with Amy. Amy, thanks so much for being here. Could you start by kind of telling us just how you started mountain biking in the first place? Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, I guess just when I was a bit younger through family, um, kind of come from, I guess, a riding background. Dad just rides with his pals like in the local woods and my mum was into it and my brothers. So kind of just made sense for me to fall into that path, I guess. How did was it pretty natural then to just progress into racing from there? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess just from starting on like little family rides, I joined a little local bike club. Um, that was every Tuesday night. So that was, I guess, the highlight of my week for many years. And then, yeah, my mom and dad became quite involved in that bike club. So then they became coaches and everything. So they did quite a lot, I guess, to help me progress as well. And then from there, just little... I guess local downhill races. No, I uh, didn't start with that. Local, like almost cross country races. And then from there, started doing Scottish cross country races. And then at the same time, doing some Scottish, like local downhill races as well. And then it kind of got to the point where it was a bit too much to do both disciplines. So then it was, oh, well, you have to pick one or the other. And then I guess downhill's just always been the favorite. So then that was the path I sort of stuck to. Cool. Why was downhill your favorite? I, I don't know. I think just the sort of adrenaline of everything. I kind of, I think I like being scared. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird thing to say, but it's, no, that's, fair. Know, just that's the really thrill. cool. It's, it's amazing. So yeah. When was the first time you kind of dreamt you could maybe race world cups one day? Um, well, I think I raced my first UK national race. It would be three years ago now. So not not even that long ago. And um, I kind of went into that not really expecting anything. I was, I would have been maybe 15. Yeah, I would have been 15. And I was in an under 19s category. So I was not really expecting too much. And um, yeah, so I ended up winning it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. And then throughout that season, I just ended up winning all the national races and kind of like extending my lead throughout. And my times were like comparing really well with the elite women as well so I kind of was like oh that's sick and then from there I guess it's always been a dream of mine to be racing world cups and then I guess that was sort of the marking point when I was like actually maybe maybe I would be good enough to do that yeah that's so cool I guess just became possible at that point yeah I think just became known to me and I guess everyone around me as well was like that's you should do that <laughs> yeah that's so cool how did you get involved with the pink bike racing program um well I've actually done coaching sessions with Ben in the past when I was a lot younger um I got some really funny photos <laughs> um and then pink bike put out a post about they're looking for applicants so then on my way to school in the morning 
I just filled out the application form and I remember oh, it's like not that long of a bus there but I don't know what happened my data kept like cutting out and I so I had to redo the form like six times and I was like oh my god just submit so I finally got it in and then a couple months later I heard back and they were like yep yeah, we we want to <laughs> we'd like to have you and I was like oh, it was like the biggest shock ever yeah wow that's so cool because that was your first time doing any type of world cup racing right yeah yeah any race outside the UK, actually. So it was a big step. <laughs> yeah, wow. That sounds amazing. How did it feel lining up for your first World Cup? I think that's a feeling I will never forget. I don't think I've been that nervous. It was, I don't know, I think also first practice was probably almost scarier, just sort of being on track with sort of the heroes I've looked up to for years. And they're on the same track as me riding at the same time. So it was... It was a pretty insane feeling. And turns out you kind of are one of them now. So that's that must be a really <laughs> cool feeling too. Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. I guess I don't really see myself as that. I feel like there's definitely a lot more to grow, but it's a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah, there's a range, of course, but I'm sure people look up to you. And yeah, it's <laughs> it's amazing that like you're getting to do the World Cup thing now. Yeah, it's pretty surreal. What was it like kind of getting onto the team and being part of that scene? Um, yeah, well, the first time I met the whole team was at a little team camp before Lourdes in Brood. And um, yeah, I guess it just kind of all clicked naturally. It kind of felt like we'd all known each other for years. It was like a really friendly sort of scene and we all got on really well, felt really comfortable. And then, yeah, coming into the World Cup scene app, Obviously, I'm not too sure what it was like before, but being a new team, I feel like it was quite a cool thing, sort of new on the scene and this whole fresh pink bike team and everything. So it was pretty cool. And then, yeah, everyone in the scene is also like really lovely. So I feel like just fitting in was was pretty easy. What were your kind of main goals heading into that season? There wasn't many. Um I think the main thing was just to have fun and sort of see roughly where I was at. And then I guess through the season, sort of goals changed and stuff like that. But to begin with, there was no no set goal. It was just sort of see where I'm at sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. I think you were working on a lot of like progressing in your jumping and the mental process early on. Yeah. That, yeah. That was yeah. a big challenge. <laughs> was that a big step up from the riding you'd been doing before? Yeah, for sure. I mean, up here in Scotland, we've got we've got jumps, but I don't really know how to explain it. Sort of, there's a difference between like a jump on a trail and a jump in a race, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's sort of just faster, bigger, sort of different shapes and stuff like that. So it was, it was kind of a real big shock. And also on TV, the jumps look nowhere near the size. So being there, I was like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Everyone there is also really like supportive. So to ask someone, oh, can I follow you into this jump? I guess I was a bit nervous to do that to start with, but everyone is totally okay with it. And they're like, yeah, of course you can. So I think that really helped just having just, I guess, people I didn't really know and who didn't know me, like being comfortable enough to ask them if I could have a toe in. So oh, yeah, that life a lot so easier. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Did you end up becoming kind of close through the season with all your competitors? Yeah, definitely. The girls in, in the group are all really nice. Um, it just kind of feels natural to talk to them. I feel like there's not any real big sort of tension between anyone, which is nice. I guess like we're all there racing against each other, but there's like 
a fine line between like nice about it and stuff like that so I feel like everyone's really lovely which is good cool yeah it kind of seems like the perfect setting to become friends with people where like everyone's pushing themselves and everyone's a little bit scared but also everyone's like hopefully achieving things they're proud of and it just seems like such an interesting mental place to be so that sounds awesome yeah it's really cool I think everyone pushes everyone on as well I think especially in the junior girls because I think we've got our own especially this year we had our own separate practice and I guess with features and stuff everyone's like oh has anyone done this big jump and it's sort of like oh well one person does it then it kind of like pushes on all the other girls to do it and then I guess by the end of training everyone's done these huge jumps that maybe I guess a couple years ago junior girls maybe might not have been doing so it's really cool oh cool it seems like you've been working a lot too on the mental process and your expectations for yourself um is that true and could you tell me more about that yeah I think um this year I struggled quite a lot with it um I didn't have the most ideal off season so then coming into the first race I wasn't really overly sure where I was gonna slot in um definitely wasn't like riding wise fitness wise where I wanted to be so coming in I was like oh not too sure um and then I qualified fourth in um the first race in Lenzerhard this year and then I don't really know what happened um just kind of flipped the tables just decided that I wanted to win and I was there to win and just put far too much pressure on myself and then just couldn't handle it had like my first ever like nervous breakdown in the morning of the race and I don't know just sort of just put all the pressure on my shoulders and just couldn't handle it at all so from then the next race I kind of learned how to tone it back a little bit and I was like right I'm here to have fun and also do well so I need to just find the balance and I think I did it really good there and then ended up P2 so that was a big um improvement and then yeah I guess just coming on into later in the year I put a lot of eggs in the basket of um Fort William World Champs just with it being a home a home world Mm -hmm. champs and um kind of done a lot of mental preparation for that because I knew it was going to be a big race and I think sort of where I went wrong was the one sort of area I hadn't really mentally prepared myself for was to not put down a run I was super happy with and still be okay with that and then when it came to race day like everything was fine just put down a run that was a bit sloppy a bit slow wasn't really overly happy with it so I felt like there was more to give and I wasn't like okay with the fact that I knew I could have done better so I think I let that get to me a lot and then that kind of took a big toll on the rest of the season just trying to build myself back up from the dip after that but it's a big learning curve and I didn't realize how much it is in your head but it's it's insane. Yeah I bet it's interesting hearing you call your run slow because I don't think really anyone else on the planet would describe it that way (laughs) Um, but also cool that you see the space for progression and learning and like, yeah, all of that is good. Just also probably not slow. Um, I'm curious (laughs) too. um, I'm curious to hear about your not so good off season because I know you had a head injury that seems like it, yeah, really affected you. And what, what is the story around that? I guess for context, I'm also recovering from a pretty big head injury. And so like, yeah, I'm curious. I've read that article on Pinkbike. It's insane. It's been um, it's been a very weird year, but yeah, I'm so glad that imagine. you're doing better now. <laughs> you it's, too. Thanks. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll start from Leger last year. So I think that was 
August or September, I could be wrong, somewhere around then. Mm-hmm. Um, had quite a big head knock on a big drop at the top. Uh, didn't think too much of it. Had some weird like feelings in my head and everything, but just kind of pushed past it because I didn't wasn't knocked out cold or anything. So I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. Continued on. Um, next couple of weeks felt really bad, just sort of spaced out, really dizzy spells and everything. And then kind of got to the point where just getting out of bed in the morning was a big task. Um, yeah, just all the normal tasks, like just became like the biggest issue to do, it became so much effort. Um, yeah, I was sort of sleeping like, 13, 14 hours a day, wow. getting up, eating food, going back for a nap. <laughs> like the whole my whole routine was just messed up, just walking about, just random like blackouts. My vision would just go black. Speaking was hard. <laughs> just all the normal tasks. That um, sounds so scary. So, yeah, I'm sure you, you understand that as well. I relate but, to um, a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, after a while, I guess I'm not really that great at admitting when something's wrong so I was like yeah I'm absolutely fine I'm just tired after a big off season so then eventually went to the doctors um and they were kind of like yeah I don't really see much that's wrong with you so <laughs> oh all that faff oh, and then a couple weeks later so went back invalidating again. of your experience too like oh, yeah <laughs> not fun and then you're like oh maybe, maybe I am fine you start like questioning yourself and I'm like no I'm mm-hmm. definitely not fine yeah so then went back and I was like, look, there's definitely something really wrong with me. Like, I'm a really fit and healthy person. Like, I know there's something wrong. So then they went down the sort of route of maybe it was a heart problem. So then for a couple of months, I had a heart monitor and they were just measuring that. And I also still haven't got the results back from that. And that was in January. So wow. who knows what that said. But in the time of that, I went to... Uh, Brain, Brain Collective, which is down in, just further down the country. So I went there, had a couple of tests, gave them all my symptoms and everything. And they were pretty much, did some scans and they were like, yeah, you've, you've got post-concussion. Like your brain is really not working great. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was because we well ago, but it was either the front and the back. One was working too slow and one was working too fast. So they were kind oh, of almost like fighting against each other if that makes sense so that kind of related to the blackouts and the finding it hard to speak and concentration and everything so I guess in a weird way that was almost a bit of a relief to kind of know that there actually was something wrong um they also a bit scary because things like brain injuries there's not too much like research around that so you don't really know there's no time scale or anything so that was a bit of a scary one Yeah, related to that, one of the crazier things around, like, I've had a lot of questions around my whole injury. And like, every time I ask someone any question about what's going to happen, they're like, don't know, you'll find out when you get there. That's just been like, yeah, yeah, I fully relate to the uncertainty piece of it. That's really frustrating. (laughs) How did your Um, recovery go kind of once you knew what was going on? Yeah, so I started after that. Um... Of Violite, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's sort of like a headpiece and it was like alpha and gamma waves. And I kind of just had to wear that every day um, in the morning or in the night, depending on which one I was using. And it was kind of just sort of helping to fire up different parts of my brain. And uh, so I used that for a couple of months and honestly noticed like a huge difference. And then 
I just did stuff like drawing and I don't know, just like little random things to try and keep the brain going, like a little headband boxing ball thing, just like silly little things that seemed really insignificant at the time. But I guess looking back probably helped a lot. Um, yeah, it took a long time before I could get back in the gym properly or even like riding. But yeah, getting back into it after that, I was just super motivated to catch up, I guess. Yeah. When did you finally start feeling recovered again? Probably fully recovered, I would say, definitely into the start of the season. Definitely in Lenzerheide, I was still noticing concentration really hard and just being able to do a full run with feeling like in the zone without getting distracted by, I don't know, trees and like just random stuff that would catch my eye. I'd be like, oh, um, but yeah, that concentration was definitely one that I noticed took the longest to come back I think and it's probably one of the more key parts of mountain biking so that was a bit frustrating but I think I've got that all under control now so we're all good nice I'm yeah I'm really glad to hear that you're feeling better now what (laughs) how did it feel going into your season and having to do world cups while not feeling so good and feeling like you were not fit on the bike and not where you wanted to be yeah I think it was Looking back, I think it was quite overwhelming. At the time, I didn't really give myself the chance to really take it all in and think about it. But yeah, definitely looking back, I think I went in a bit too (laughs) heavy on everything. I should have maybe just stepped in a little bit slower just to sort of, I guess, be like around that many people again after having a whole winter of just being in my house. And it was was quite a big change in (laughs) like atmospheres. So yeah, it was quite quite scary, I guess. Yeah, I bet. So yeah, then you did manage to come back and ended up having a really successful season. Did you have the same expectations for yourself going into this year as last year? To begin with, yeah. Coming into Lanzarote, it was sort of, I guess, a similar approach with not sort of knowing where I was going to fit in. But um, a lot, a lot sooner than last year, expectations went through the roof. So yeah, it definitely changed up a lot quicker. When did you finally start feeling like you were in a groove and like in a rhythm with getting the results you wanted this year? I feel like this year I didn't really find a groove. I think I was a bit, I don't know, I guess all over the place. My results are kind of up and down and everything. I think there was just a lot of stuff going on that I needed to, I don't know, just fix in my head. And I think lots of different kind of weird experiences. I think I went through a lot this year that will help me in future years. So I'm really, at the time, it felt like the end of the world. But I think now looking back, I'm really happy with sort of all the ups and downs of this season because I know it's definitely going to help me in the future. Yeah, it's probably good to get a lot of the low points sort of out of the way to learn early on in your career rather than like, say, hitting a low point later on when you're in the elites and haven't dealt with it yet. It's probably just making yeah. you stronger and better at dealing with all of it. I think it's yeah, kind of cool. When I got to, so Andorra was the first race after Fort William. And I guess I was absolutely good after Fort William. I know that sounds stupid, but um, so in Andorra, I had a crash in my qualifying run. So that was the first ever race that I hadn't qualified for. So that was quite a big, um, I don't know, I guess like a big shock, but yeah, I, as I said, in the moment, that was the end of the world. It was like, oh, I've not qualified. But yeah, looking back, that'll help me for next year because I'm assuming going into Elite, there'll be a lot of races that 
qualifying won't be possible. So it's good to have the first non-quality out the way and I'll be all sorted and know how to deal with it for next year. How do you feel about going into elites? I'm really scared, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, excited though. I think I know that I can put down a really solid off-season of training and hopefully give myself the best chance I've got. But also, I think there's plenty of years in elite for me to build up if if I keep going at it. So I think it's all just about building up and the process of getting there. Yeah, that sounds like really good perspective. What was your best part of this past year? I guess we've kind of talked about the lowlights, so we should like yeah, you know, the highlights. acknowledge the highlights too. I think, well, to start with, Leo Gang podium was a really cool moment. That was totally unexpected. That really caught me by surprise. Um, yeah, that was insane. That's my best, no, well, that's my best result of the year. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, was that second? Yeah, second. Cool. So... I also feel Did anything like, go differently for that race or was it just kind of in your same rhythm as usual? A little bit different. I think there was a little bit more sort of, I don't know, I guess focus, sort of really figured out exactly what I had to do and just got it done. Um, no, no extreme pressure, just sort of in a nice sort of flow the whole weekend. So I think that really helped. And then when it came to race run, just had a really good run. So that was kind of all that happened, I guess. <laughs> that sounds great. What's your favorite style of riding in general? Oh, like sort of track or? Yeah. Um, I think techie sort of riding is sort of my favorite. I guess it's just sort of what I'm used to riding from back here. Sort of muddy as well. It's always a favorite. If there's mud, it's good. So Do you get happy yeah, when I it's think... raining before a race? absolutely <laughs> if it rains there's a big smile on my face so oh nice yeah any wet race is a good race <laughs> was Fort William wet for you when you were there um or was it dry for the juniors and then raining no later? It, was, it was dry or... for the juniors and then it rained for elites and I was yeah. so um, I was uh. mad I was like no a day earlier but, yeah, yeah almost nearly <laughs> yeah when things aren't going so well, how do you stay motivated for the future? Um, yeah, I guess just there's sort of always a light at the end of the tunnel. If you, it's hard to look like that in the moment, but yeah, every every up has a down and every down has an up, so <laughs> you just have to wait for it. That makes sense. I guess even with like even this season, you can probably look at it and see the really clear ups and downs, and yeah, you've yeah. experienced it already. That's awesome. <laughs> What are you most proud of in your racing so far? I think most proud of this year, um, not results wise, is sort of, I've got two things actually for this year. I think how much my riding improved at Fort William, sort of just before World Champs, I did sort of like a month, like training camp, just myself, just sort of doing as much as I possibly could to get faster for that race. And then I felt like in Fort William, that's, probably one of the best I've ever ridden a bike. So I just felt super confident and control and that was an insane feeling. So it's good to know that that sort of riding style I can do, I just need to put the work in to dial it in a little bit more. Um, so yeah, that was a really big positive for me this year is just to see myself riding like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, second positive is I guess just 
dragging myself out of sort of big dips I've got in. Um, like mentally, I think I've definitely become a lot stronger by the end of the year. Um, it was definitely some really tough times. So I think just figuring out ways to sort of pick myself back up was definitely a big highlight of this year, just becoming mentally stronger, I guess. Yeah, that seems like such a big deal really for any of us in any area of life. So that's amazing. Yeah. What are you working on mentally kind of going forward? Do you have projects that you're trying to improve on? Um, yeah, I think at the minute I'm actually reading a really good book on, what's it called? I think it's called Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've read it, just sort of how to sort of like make, create good habits and sort of spaces in which they work and stuff like that. So at the minute I'm just trying to create the best habits that'll be good for me in the off season. So be cool that's sort of a big mental thing because it's quite easy I guess I find when being at home it's quite easy just to be a bit lazy and blah 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 so just trying to be more motivated and stuff like that just to get up and do things and training and everything so it's been really cool and structuring days and stuff like that so that's my biggest focus at the moment is just to be motivated for the off season I like that I'm gonna add that book to my list now because that sounds great <laughs> yeah. what are you working on with your writing going forward um, I actually made a big list of things I want to work on over the off season. And at the minute, this might sound a little bit silly, but I'm really awful at bunny hops. So it's quite a fundamental skill. So I'm just, at the minute, that's my main focus. And then moving on from that, that's going to hopefully help my jumping. So, and then I guess just in writing, like little natural gaps and stuff, just make that all a whole lot easier. So that's the big focus at the moment. Cool. Do you have riding like that around where you live so it's easy to access? Yeah, pretty near. So it's it's pretty good. We've got a pump track just 15 minutes down the road as well. So I've been spending quite a lot of time there just trying to figure it all out. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds like just such an important thing, focusing on those little small habits. Yeah. yeah. I guess back to the habits. That sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that's everything I can think of right now to ask, but is there anything else you're interested in covering? Because mm. you know yourself much better than I know you. <laughs> Not really that I can think of. I think just, I think we covered most, most important things. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how you progress as a rider. That is yeah, thank yeah, you. <laughs> so exciting just to be in the midst of all of it and getting to, I guess, do the World Cup racing. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. But I'm, I'm super happy to be carrying on with it and just, I guess, seeing where I can take it. So, Yeah, well, I think a lot of the world is excited to see where you can take it too. So <laughs> that, that's really exciting. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for talking. That was really great. 